Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke. And, uh, how's your bracket? Because <laughs> mine took a huge dump over these last two days, thanks to Arizona getting blown out by Houston, and UCLA getting out-rebounded and losing to North Carolina. Plus, the Cinderella slipper still fits, and clock has not struck midnight on the St. Peter's Peacocks. And... Really, Miami, the U. See, I might as well keep doing the symbol because the Hurricanes won and they get Kansas. Although, in reality, I'm going to tell you why and who I'm going to take in the Elite Eight for uh, the rest of this show. But let me get the boring stuff out of the way first. Let me do the game picks and even the headline news that I did miss today. And then, with the time I'll have left, I'll end the show with who I think will be in the Final Four by picking all the Elite Eight games and what's left and give you all the breakdowns from all that mess. But first, let's get this out of the way. Let's do the NASCAR picks. And for all those that are new to the show, uh, this is, well, it is Saturday morning here here out on the West Coast. But it's still predicted. Well, it's a Prediction Friday show, it's just a different day. It'll be Prediction Saturday, so what I do for this type of show, just give you picks, picks, and picks, and if there are any important headlines, then I'll throw them out there for you, but that's, (laughs) that remains to be seen, but we're going to start off this episode, of course, with the NASCAR pick, easiest one I don't have to pick up my phone for, Uh, this time the race is at Circuit of the Americas in the beautiful city of Austin, Texas. And it's a road course, of course. Second time NASCAR is going to be there. Last time they were there, uh, it was in the rain. They used the rain tires and it just did not look good. And it proved why sometimes NASCAR fans, I know we don't love it, but there's a reason why you don't race in the rain. And last year's race proved it. Hopefully the weather's a little bit better this time around. Uh, This car is going to get its, this new car is going to get its first use on a road course. So we'll actually see what this diffuser, because uh, a little DYK, did you know, that diffuser is used in uh, sports car type, road course type cars. So we'll actually see how this car will actually work on a road course so this is a different road surface but the story won't change I think Chase Elliott will lock his way in to the playoffs and give you a sixth different winner and hopefully first different winner for first actual winner for yours truly but I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with Chase Elliott to win the race if you want an underdog pick even though he's not really an underdog everywhere he goes, but go with Kyle Larson or Martin Truex, other, either one. But for this show and this show alone, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott to win. Uh, break Tony's all-time wins on a road course and add even more craziness to the NASCAR season. So again, for my NASCAR pick, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Do I want to do the, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the news. 
I'm going to go jump segments a little early. I'm going to go with the news segment just to see if there's anything in there that I missed. If not, then I'll rattle through the NHL and the NBA for today and tomorrow, and then I'll break down the rest of it. I'll, then I'll break down the Elite Eight and wrap up the Sweet 16 coverage. But here we go. Let's check the news, and then we'll be out of here. Let's see. Boston is 20. Lead. Carolina the Elite Eight. Ooh. No. Don't care. Watson got introduced. Don't really care about that either. Okay. Cool. Let's see. Record hurts, but love wrong. Deserving MVP. Okay. Nope. Don't really care. Alrighty. Cool. So I just had to check the headlines really quick, see if there's anything new. With that said, let's go ahead and give to the game picks for the other two leagues. And then I'll wrap up the March Madness coverage of the Sweet 16, give you the Elite 8 picks, and then I will see you guys on Monday. But first, let's get out of these game picks out of the way. Let's jump to Saturday. I'm going to go with the Bru. Let's go with today's games. I got the Bruins over the Islanders. I got the Lightning over the Red Wings. The Golden Knights over the Blackhawks. The Maple Leafs over the Canadiens. The Panthers over the Senators. The Capitals over the Devils, the Canucks over the Stars. Actually, no, I'm going to go with the Stars. The Stars over the Canucks, the Blues. The Hurricanes over the Blues. And the Wild over the Blue Jackets. The Flames over the Oilers. And the Kings over the Kraken. And the Ducks over the Sharks. I know the Ducks have been sliding and they are definitely out of playoff contention. But I do think with the way San Jose has been playing this season, they are dead last in the West Division, I believe. Let's check really quickly. I think they're dead last in the division. Let's see. Go to the Pacific. Yeah, they're dang near last. Seattle's the... Last place, but I'm going to take the Ducks to win anyway tonight. So, again, for tonight's games, I have the Ducks, the Kings, the Flames, the Wild, the Hurricanes, the Stars, the Capitals, the Panthers, the Maple Leafs, the Golden Knights, the Lightning, and the Bruins. Those are your winners for tonight in the NHL. And then we'll jump to Sunday. We'll jump to tomorrow. Let's see. I got the Lightning over the Islanders, the Rangers over the Sabres, the Penguins over the Red Wings, the Predators over the Flyers, the Avalanche over the Wild, the Panthers over the Maple Leafs, the Canadiens, okay, it's two bad teams, I'm going to go with the Devils. And I'll go with the Jets over the Coyotes. So again, the winners in the NHL for Sunday are the Jets, the Canadians, no, the Jets, the Devils, the Maple Leafs, the Avalanche, the Penguins, the Rangers, and the Lightning. So again, NHL fans, those are your winners for Sunday night's games. And I will see you guys for your game picks on Monday. 
Alrighty, let's jump to the NBA and then I'll wrap up the March Madness coverage to wrap up the show. Let's get into the NBA. Let's get you for tonight's games. Uh, I got the Pelicans over the Spurs. The Kings over the Magic. The Raptors over the Pacers. The Bulls over the Cavs. The Nets over the Heat. The Bucks over the Grizzlies. The Nuggets over the Thunder. And the Trailblazers over the Rockets. So again, the winners for the NBA in tonight's games are the Trailblazers, the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Nets, the Bulls, the Raptors, the Kings, and the Spurs. Actually, no, the Pelicans. I'll take the Pelicans. The final answer. Pelicans, again, for Saturday's games. As far as Sunday's games, I got the Knicks over the Pistons, the Celtics over the Timberwolves, the Warriors over the Wizards, the Suns over the Sixers, the Pelicans over the Lakers, the Nets over the Hornets, and the Jazz over the Mavs. So again, the winners for Sunday's games in the NBA are the Jazz, the Jazz, the Nets, the Pelicans, the Suns, the Warriors, the Celtics, and the Knicks. Those are your winners in the NBA for Sunday, and those are your game picks for these two days. I will see the NBA fans on Monday. Which leaves me with the final bit of the show that I want to get to, and that is the wrap-up for all of the Sweet 16 matchups and predictions for the winners for all the Elite 8 matchups and breaking down what happened to all these teams. Let's go ahead and march, break open the March Madness Live app, which, by the way, uh, going back on the game, your boy right now, his bracket is in the 500,000th as far as rankings, which is not very good. Both his teams now, Arizona and UCLA, are out. So the only two teams that are left that I have going to the Final Four are Kansas and Duke. In fact, just to get the predictions out of the way, in the Elite Eight for those, I do have Duke beating Arkansas. However, and I do say however, because because just going back on this... Going back into the box score for all these games. Let's go all the way back to Thursday because I have time. Let's see. Yeah, I got time. So going back all the way there. Let's just check out the box score very quickly. Okay. Arkansas shot better from the field, 40%, whereas Gonzaga went 37.5. Three-pointers. Arkansas shot better from the three Point line, Gonzaga, actually no, Arkansas shot better from the free throws. Gonzaga had more rebounds, 45 of them. 11 of those were offensive, 34 defensive rebounds. So really Gonzaga's only, only chance of staying in that was rebounding. And I do believe if you go back to the Duke game, let's chump that in 
let's jump into that right now. Go into the stats again. Let's see. Duke shot better from the field there, 51%. 36% from the three-point line. 88% from free throws. Oh, Texas Tech actually out-rebounded Duke. 12 offensive rebounds. Okay, defensive rebounds is where Duke got the better opportunity. So the only way, and I do say this because Gonzaga's, or not Gonzaga, Arkansas's defense with how they were able to make Gonzaga really feel uncomfortable. Just straight up, man, no silliness. Yes, they had zones every once in a while. Yes, uh, Nahar, uh, Nemhard had a really hard time in Gonzaga, but and Chet Holmgren did fell out late with 3.23 to go. But Arkansas's defense is good. They've got... Those pesky hands, they did get a bunch of turnovers from Gonzaga, who doesn't turn the ball over much. I think they have one of the fewest turnover rates in the country as well. With that said, I'm going to go with Duke, because I think Duke has enough weapons on the outside to make, Gonzaga, uh, to make Arkansas not be so aggressive on the defensive end. And with that said, I'm going to go with Duke. Over Arkansas, this will be first team to 70 again. I'm going to go the Blue Devils 70 to 64, which means Coach K will make a Final Four appearance. In the East region, St. Peter's does it once again. They have the slipper. It still fits. The clock has not struck yet. The stagecoach is not a pumpkin. St. Peter's is the 15, first 15 seed in NCAA history to make it to the Elite Eight. But I think it's where it's going to end. Because when you look at the stat line for that game, let's jump all the way to today now. Let's jump all the way there. Let's go here. Team stat line here. Again, St. Peter's. Didn't really shoot the ball well. 38% from the field. Where's Purdue shot? 42%. So how did Purdue lose by four? Or no, they lost by three. Yeah. How did they lose by three? Well, from three, yeah, St. Peter shot better. 28% to 25. Okay, but I don't think I don't think St. Peter's is gonna want to do that. They can. But I don't think they'll be able to against North Carolina. Mind you, North Carolina was terrible from the free from the three-point line themselves, and I'll get to them in a second. But just finishing out this stat line here. So where exactly did Purdue lose? From the three-point line? Maybe. Free throw line? Uh, a little bit. You know, 19-21 from the free throws for the Peacocks. Well, the Boilermakers only went 13-15. Rebounding, total rebounds, 37 for the Boilermakers, and the Peacocks only had 26. Uh, let's see. And assists, 11 assists to 9 for the Peacocks. So the Peacocks right now are a little more lucky than good. And with that said, let's jump to North Carolina because they got there late. Caleb Love 
went off. In fact, I'll show you his stat line. I'll show you his stat line, but he went off. With that, I'm going to go with the Tar Heels, but I'm just going to show the stat lines very quickly. It just did not go well for the Bruins late, and it cost them. I mean, if you look, okay, Caleb Love had 30 points on 11 field goals. Six of those were from three. You know, if he goes off for 30 again, St. Peter's really truly has no chance. I don't think they're going to go for 30 again. Let's see. Let's go to UCLA. Why not? Um, Yeah, let's go to UCLA's player stats. Jaime Jaquez, I really was worried about his performance coming off the ankles, but he actually was the... Actually, no, Johnny Juzang had 14 points, which led the Bruins... Actually, Jules Bernard had 16. So Jules Bernard had 16. Jaime Jaquez had 10. And... Johnny Juzang had 14, and yet the Bruins still lost. Why? They couldn't rebound the basketball. I read you the stat line for Purdue and St. Peter's when it came to rebounding. I do think that's going to be the difference again for the Tar Heels. The Tar Heels will smash the glass slipper, and the pumpkin will return for St. Peter's. I'm going to take the Tar Heels to advance. To the Final Four. Which, by the way, for all you people in North Carolina and Tar Heel State, I would be praying for that right now. Whether you're a Tar Heel fan or a Blue Devil fan. Now, by the way, your teams do have to take care of advantages or take care of business first. Because regardless of who you're playing, both these games are going to be close. Like I said, I got Duke with 70 points. It'll be 70 to 64. Same same thing will be happening for North Carolina and St. Peter's. It'll probably be first team to 65. I'm going to go with North Carolina 65 to 60. And St. Peter's will be out, which will save North Carolina and Duke in the final four. And boy, that storyline would be so juicy that I would spend three shows on it if I was doing a show in North Carolina. But thankfully, I won't. So, if that happens, congratulations, and the media will eat that story up. Meanwhile, on the right side of the bracket, I'm not going too much in depth here because what was there really to see? Kansas dominated. Yes, Providence got the lead 48-47, but then after that timeout, went on a 7-0 run, and Kansas never looked back. Miami... I'm sorry, you fans. I'm I, I'm sorry, game fans. I just don't I don't see a whole lot special with your team. Yes, I saw what you did with Auburn last weekend. I saw what you did with Iowa State this weekend. But I mean, Kansas right now, outside of Villanova, because if I had to re-rack the eight teams right now, it's Villanova that is the best team right now. North Carolina as the hottest team, so that's number two. The best defensive team is Houston. And probably the second most consistent team is Kansas. So, I'm sorry Miami, but I just don't buy into it. So I'm going to go with Kansas over the Hurricanes. First team to 80. Kansas will get the 80. 
So I'm going to go Kansas over Miami, 80-73. to That game of the Elite Eight matchups, that one won't be close. I mean, I say seven, but that one I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being a blowout. And then we get to the very first matchup of the Elite Eight, Houston and Villanova. Like I said, Villanova, probably the most consistent team all tournament long. Their offense is what Gonzaga's was a year ago, minus the big men. The only weakness that I think Villanova has is if their shots don't fall. Houston has a weird way of, you know, they have an incredible ability. You know, we talked about, re I talked about rebounding with North Carolina. They have the incredible ability to get a ton of rebounds, whether offensive or defensive. So, this is probably the only upset I'm going to take. I've got Houston over Villanova. Houston's going to be the only team from the 2021 tournament to make it to this year's tournament. You know, the only Final Four team from the 2021 tournament to make it to this year's Final Four. I got Houston winning that game. That game will be prob first team to 60. Very great defenses. Villanova's great offensively. I just don't see a lot of... Their only problem is they truly are three-point reliant. So if their shots do not fall, they will lose. So I'm going to go Villanova. Actually, no, I'm going to go Houston to wrap it up. 68-65. Probably the close... or. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, 68-65, the closest game of the four remaining. So I got Houston against Kansas in one Final Four matchup, and then it's all on Tobacco Road, Duke, and North Carolina in the other one. So those are my picks for the Elite Eight. With that, I'm going to wrap up the show. Once again, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke, and I'll see you guys Monday. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. You can also watch this show. You can watch this show on Rumble. Just search for A.D. Gerke. That is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is Rumble.com. Just search for A.D. Gerke, or you can download the Rumble app in either the Google or Apple stores. So download the Rumble app, search for A.D. Gerke. Again, that is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 351 episodes. You can follow the show through social media, either on the Facebook page, just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook, or you can search for the show on Instagram, just search for the hashtag, hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast, again that's hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast, or you can follow me directly at Bamonti. that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's at Ostispamonti on Instagram. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. You can also listen to the 
You can also, for post-show interaction, follow this show on Twitter, or follow me on Twitter, at Austin underscore Gerke, on Twitter for post-episode interaction. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-show interaction. Alrighty, guys. I'm going to sign off for tonight. Have a great rest of your weekend, and I will see you guys on Monday. Once again, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys Monday.